0: introducing the roadcaster pro podcast production studio the roadcaster pro is a true world first all-in-one console solution for podcasters of all levels featuring four microphone channels bluetooth usb and trrs inputs eight color-coded sound effect pads four high power headphone outputs and more the roadcaster pro is professional podcasting made easy Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com. Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night, I bring my Diamond Box, and now they're introducing three new systems the new l2 xl2 and m2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience loud enough for any environment and i kid you not you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house this is the most powerful bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today check them out on twitter At Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's. Diamond Box Co. From your team's first right so title on right It's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols Preparation's ok, yeah! the fundamentals, vital Each game is survival Never be trust. I ride a through your sound, Like the Miami Heat ah, South, South yeah. Beach, they be showing us the it Right to Association. Yeah. 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 To the rim Reach, out Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing Manette channel. Brought to you by Road Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week, here covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Alright, week 10 of the NBA 2K League is here. Welcome to the NBA 2K League show. We start off with night number one, game number one. We have Kings Guard Gaming taking on Warriors Gaming. This is one of the best games we've seen all season. I feel like every single week in the 2K League, We have one or two games that really just jump off the page and you say to yourself, wow, that was fantastic. What a great matchup. And this was one of those games. Now, Kingsguard, if they were to win this game, they would actually then be in the playoffs. They would actually be able to clinch. As far as the Warriors are concerned, obviously, they already had clinched because they won the ticket tournament. Now, the Warriors actually, for large portions of this game, were the better team. You got really good performances from a number of players. Beast move was very, very good scoring the basketball. Also, good job at rebounding the basketball as well. Now, they were able to build upwards of a double-digit lead in that second quarter. And at halftime, actually, they were up by just six points. Big part of that was BP had a pretty good finish to the first half for Kings guard, And that really kind of solidified their comeback as they uh, he was able to get to 13 points in the first half. Now, second half, Warriors more of the same. We're definitely the better team to start things off. CB13 was very, very good, and Beast Move solid as well. There's a good argument for Beast smooth as being one of the best, if not the best, small forwards out there, and that's especially true with mid-range jump shots. And you saw that here in the second quarter. Or sorry, in the third quarter. And then... In the fourth quarter, things changed. Warriors still looked like an okay team, but it was like the floodgates broke open, and you saw a completely different Kings guard gaming. Worth and Colt was very, very good inside, and ultimately had a very good game, all things considered, and especially off the glass as he was able to do a ton of stuff in the paint offensively and defensively, and defense was a big key as ball-like seam got two huge blocks uh, coming towards the end of the game And now, how about this? As you come down to the wire, Warriors actually take a lead with under 10 seconds to go, but ultimately that was not enough as Zaki610 hits a jump shot, 0.3 seconds left, and ultimately that's all she wrote. Kingsguard Gaming, take it, and with that, actually lock up a playoff berth. Very, very impressive uh, for the Warriors already in the playoffs, of course, but you really want to trend in the right direction. They are now dropping to 7-7, seven and seven, and that is 500 on the season. All right, so taking a look at the next game, we have Grizz Gaming, and they're taking on 76ers GC. This was, much like game number one, a very, very solid performance from both teams, and hopefully this is setting up for one of those weeks where you get just a lot of competitive basketball here in week 10 of the NBA 2K League. Now, a big reason why this game was as good as it was, was one player specifically, and that is Authentic African. Authentic African has been just phenomenal since he started in the NBA 2K League. This game was no different. Both teams fighting for playoff opportunities, and this game is going to be super important when it all is said and done. Now, Authentic African, what made him so impressive was not only was he able to get the jobs done on offense in this game, he was able to be solid on defense as well. Especially towards the end of the game. How about this? In the last uh you know, couple minutes of the game, you got some fantastic defense in the point or in the post, and authentic African was really able to shine. Now, Uh, One big part of this was defense in the second half as a whole, as the 76ers were only able to score 18 points in the second half. Uh, Going into halftime, you actually saw while the game was competitive, the better team was Sixers GC in that first half as they had that eight-point lead, but they just could not keep it up. Again, authentic African was able to play just phenomenal post-defense, Guys were shut down. You look at some of the specifics. How about this? Breadwinner, two points. Noudini, nine points. Stees, six points. So when you have your star player in Authentic just able to dominate and do whatever he wants on the offensive end and the defensive end, this is a tough team to beat. But again, the big part of it is always going to be who else is going to step up. That's my question. Whenever I watch Grizz Gaming, who else is going to step up? And ultimately, though, Authentic African was able to do so much in this game that really it was the big difference. Uh, how about this? Grizz Gaming, 19-9, to 9, they outscore 76ers in the fourth quarter, and they all scored them in the third. So it's, it's one of those things where you got to be consistent, and 76ers only put together one half, and that was not enough. The importance of having help. Grizz Gaming got it in this one. Vandy, 19 points, 6 assists. Solid. But the player of the game for the Grizz, as they do end up winning this one, 52-49. Authentic African gets the nod. 22 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, a block, and just 3 turnovers. Fantastic performance from him. Over on the Sixers side of things, not much to write home about, but Radiant was fairly decent. 16 points, 9 dimes, 2 steals, Although five turnovers is not going to get the job done. And ultimately, again, they do fall. Grizz win this one 52-49 to over 76ers GC. Game number three, we have T-Wolves taking on Warriors Gaming. Warriors going for their second game already of the week. T-Wolves their first. One thing I will say, when you watch these games against the Warriors, there's always a bit of, well, the Warriors don't want it as much or the Warriors don't need it as much. Because these aren't must-win games for them. They're already in the playoffs. They won the ticket tournament. Here's my problem with that. At a certain point, if you're a fan of the Warriors or if you're watching this Warriors squad, to me, eventually, they are must-win games. Not because you're trying to make the playoffs, but because you need a little bit of chemistry. You need a little bit of momentum and good play going going into the end of the season. I do think that's a real issue. So this is this going to be where it happens? Is this what's going to happen? Are the Warriors going to look to... Now this would be a quality... You go into this game, this would be a quality win for either team, if you ask me. Because the, the T-Wolves are a team that have to get wins, plain and simple. Warriors, they do get back. So they were missing uh, recently. Type was missing. He did have a death in the family, unfortunately. And so there's issues there, obviously, where he was missing some games. So uh, we take a look at this game here. Wolves come in with a lot of momentum. Warriors come in with no momentum. You know, they won the ticket tournament, but they've struggled a bit since then. We talk about how important it's going to be to get some sort of momentum, and the Wolves have that coming into this game. Now, the Wolves are sitting at 6-5 and five coming into this game. You have the Warriors sitting at 7-7. Seven and seven, Sorry, 5-6 and six for T-Wolves Gaming. So that's the thing we're looking at now as far as Wolves Gaming are, is concerned. And in this game, one thing I'll point out is the importance we've talked about in the past – The importance of trades, and not only trades, but as well as other things. Scouting, and the one thing we'll talk about real quickly here is the importance of trades. J Money was a trade that the Wolves made. They traded Hood for J Money. No questions asked in my mind. The T-Wolves Gaming won that trade at this point. Uh, J Money was fantastic again in this game. 7 of 12 from the field. Actually uh, shot really efficiently, but also led all scorers in this game. 18 points. Very solid from there. Also, two of three from the three-point line. And how about this? The Wolves actually ended up winning every single quarter of this game. This was not a game that was meant to be won for the Warriors. The Wolves wanted it more, and it really showed in this one. Uh, You talk about um, problems. Now, the Warriors, they were not taking care of the basketball with some really bad turnovers. Uh, You had some instances where they actually let the shot clock run out. Good defense from the Wolves, but you wonder how much of it was really just ineptitude from the Warriors, who just don't seem to have it together right now. Hopefully they can get it together by playoff time, because I'm sorry, when you get to the playoffs, it's the real deal. You get the best teams out there, and they need to be better. Hopefully a little time, you know, types dealing with some personal issues, that's completely understandable, but you you really need more guys to be able to step up if you're going to be able to do anything in this game. And, and ultimately, the final, as we talked, it is over. Seventy one sixty two 62 T-Wills Gaming end up beating Warriors Gaming. Taking a look at our player of the game for T-Wills Gaming, we give it to another of them, Bear to Beast. 17 points, 3 rebounds, 15 assists, 1 steal, 4 turnovers. Very solid game from him. Of course, the 16 points from Jay Money, also something that you want to take note of. Dude, I realize I misspoke earlier. JoJo, sorry, led all scorers with 18 points. Uh, in fact, you know what? The, the team was so good in this one, I'm going to give a shout-out to the team as a whole. This was a team effort and a team win for T-Wolves Gaming. Uh, going across the way, I think uh, there's there's an argument to be made that this was a team loss as far as Warriors were concerned. But the, I will say, I, I think uh, given everything he's dealing with still, Type had a very solid game. 16 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal. Did have five fouls, did have four turnovers, but overall, there's lots to like from his game. Moving on to the next game, we have hawks Talon GC taking on 76ers GC. Had history in the making as far as this game is concerned. Now, we talked about the first two games being close, and this game was no different. A very good matchup between these two teams. In the first half, you definitely had a Hawks team that looked, I guess, like a team that wanted to find a way to make the playoffs, even though it was a long shot at best. They wanted to find a way to do it. They came into this game four and six. So you're not fully out of it yet, but you're hanging on by a thread. Very impressive first half, and they were able to actually have a three-point lead at the break. And, And part of that was they just looked like the better team. 76ers, of course, lost an earlier game and really wanted to right the ship because... Just like the Hawks they are still trying to find a way to make it into the playoffs and they're in a much better position at eight and four or sorry at seven and five coming into this game you got everything to play for and you've got to find a way to make a win one thing that really hurt seventy76ers was they really struggled to stop the Hawks inside Postgame game was strong for the Hawks now one thing that really helped out the 76ers and kept them in this game was radiant who Honestly, Radiant was exactly what you would use to describe the way he played in this one. He was able to get some nice long looks, really a very solid offensive game, and he put on just a very impressive ball-handling display. The big thing, of course, that saved 76ers GC in this game especially was offensive rebounding the basketball. Breadwinner was fantastic. Stees was very, very good. And how about this? Uh, 23 rebounds, but 20 of the, the team's total rebounds went to those two players. That should really tell you how good things were, but here's how history was made as 76ers GC, the first team ever in the NBA 2K League to have a team takeover, and they did that in the fourth quarter, and there's no better time to do it, and they end up winning a close matchup, but really that fourth quarter solidified it. 60 to 54, 76ers GC win the game. The man of the hour got to give it to Radiant 24 points, two rebounds, 13 assists, a steal, a block, five turnovers. It's not ideal, but he was nine of 14, four of six. Very efficient game for him over on the Hawks side of things. I think the guy we, we, we give a shout out to is Rando 20 points, two assists. Just a single turnover and very efficient from the field. But again, that is all she wrote as 76ers take it. And uh, at this point, uh, goodbye Hawks. 76ers still clinging on. Last game of the night, you have game number two for T-Wolves Gaming. Looking to hopefully keep that momentum, bring that winning streak to four games total. Taking on Kingsguard Gaming. This will be a very good matchup. One thing we did see in this game, unfortunately, was a problem we've seen throughout the season for Wolves gaming, and that is letting leads disappear. It has been a problem throughout the season, and unfortunately, this game was no different as they were not able to show that consistency through four quarters. Now, one thing that helped them to start off was Kingsguard just didn't seem to have it. It looked like they were definitely the better team as far as Wolves were concerned. BP was really struggling, and just like that, 15 points was the Wolves lead at the end of the first half and actually jumping ahead to the third quarter still a 13 point advantage so there is a lot a lot to like as far as what we were able to see but just like that you get into the fourth quarter and the T-Wolves it's like there's a bunch of banana peels on the court I mean seriously I you watch this game so many mistakes uh they were giving up on both ends of the court Uh, you look at how they were able to play on defense and they gave up way too many offensive rebounds and second chance opportunities to king's guard and just like that all of a sudden it's a close matchup in fact you're talking about 15 points right at halftime 13 points at the end of three and now you're talking about a bunch of three point shots in fact Four of seven three-pointers, actually, in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's going to change the game so incredibly much. A uh, big portion of that, BP, was very, very solid in the fourth quarter. Ball-like seam, also very good. And they scored uh, 13 points in the final quarter. Pretty big. And actually, the biggest difference maker was a three-point shot towards the end with by Feast from T-Wolves Gaming. And ultimately, that was really what solidified this, what ended up being a close victory, uh, but a victory, nonetheless, for T-Wolves Gaming. Final score, 51-45. to 45. And how about this for this week for the T-Wolves Gaming squad? Uh, two teams that are already in the playoffs, Kingsguard and Warriors. That's two solid performances from the Wolves. Big, big victories for them. They are trending in the right direction at the right time. T-Wolves Gaming, we give the MVP nod to Bear to Beast. 18 points, one rebound, 11 assists, a steal. Although, six turnovers, big thumbs down there. Kings Guard Gaming next game our next team on the list and of course we give a shout out to BP 16 points 1 rebound 9 assists and a steal four turnovers very solid although here's the deal not efficient we talked about how he struggled a bit in the beginning of the game and that was very apparent with his shooting statistics that's going to do it for night number 1 and on to week 10 and night 2 <laughs> night number two matchup all right night number two of week 10 starts off with magic gaming and they take on hawks talent gc although i can tell you right now one of these teams realized there was a game that much i'll say and this has been a trend actually week to week i feel like there's always one game that is just so astronomically bad in terms of just a blowout it's 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 almost comical and unfortunately for the Hawks this was that game and I'll tell you right now the, the Hawks lost this game this was their fifth loss in a row and they lost it in just glorious fashion so you talk about uh, starting off they're only down by six points after that first quarter so you're thinking to yourself all right you know Magic have been playing really really well but there's still a shot for the Hawks no there was not uh, you start the second quarter Seventeen to three, just a, a monster run, and honestly, you could say right there that was the end in the second quarter, it was all but over all of a sudden it's a twenty point advantage, and they never look back. Magic, by the way, have been playing just fantastic basketball here towards the end of the season, and they're going to be a team to reckon with uh, ultimately, they, again, they do win this one uh, seven and five is the record they move to four and eight for Hawks gC in the first half, by the way, you know what you really, really got. You got good play from the Magic's best player, Reezy, and from the team, offense, defense. You got a very, very much complete game from the Magic throughout. Now, you go into the second half, Magic were dominant the same way, offense and defense. How about this for the game? 13 of 25 from three. They shot six, almost 70% from the field, and they caused 16 turnovers. No joke, 16 turnovers for Hawks. No shocker. They win this game, and you know what the score was? Oof, 48-91, to and I promise you, this is a game you're not going to want to miss because you have to see how dominant Magic were. If you miss any of these games, keep in mind, you can watch them on Twitch. You can watch the replays on YouTube. There's highlight videos, lots of options available to you. But, of course, here on the NBA 2K League Show, on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, we break down the games for you. But we still encourage you to go ahead and watch for those games. 91-48, again, is your final score. I'm sorry, but I cannot give a shout-out to anyone on Hawks. I just You lose by that much, and I just can't do it. For Magic Gaming, though, a number of players jumped off the page for me. But we're going to give the nod to Reezy. 30 points, 15 assists, 2 steals. And how about this? Literally no turnovers. As a team, only 3 turnovers. The Magic are going to be a team to be reckoned with come playoff time if they do, in fact, make it. Lots to like from what they are doing here late in the season. Again, the final score in this one, 91 to the Magic, only 48 to Hawks, Talon, GC. Next game on the list, we have Celtics crossover taking on Raptors Uprising. And if you liked the last game, you're going to love this one. You know, there's lots of things to like about the NBA 2K League, but every week there are a few games that, just unfortunately are not as competitive as you would hope and this was one of them. Now you have Celtics crossover coming into this one. If they were able to win this game, that would be six straight wins. So we talk about how some teams are just able to, you know, be successful towards the late portions of the season. We talk about the Wolves, the Magic and the Celtics are no different. They started off this game Really looking to uh, dominate. This would be actually if they were to, depending on how much they won it by, they could win this game by uh, 20 or more points. That'd be three straight dominating victories. They started off the game just like that. 17 to three was the run that they started off against the Raptors, and they just kept it going. In fact, if you go the rest of the game, now it was a 19-point halftime lead, just a, a huge thing. But how about this? The rest of the game, the closest the Raptors ever got it was 15 points. That is not a typo. That is exactly what happened. Part of the problem you ran into, if you're a Raptors fan here, that's a team that's played good defense. That's one thing that you could really say they could hang their hat on was their defense. And in this game, that was just not the case. As the Celtics just walked all over them and got really whatever they wanted. Final score in this game, uh, because there's really not a whole lot to touch on in this one, was 43-84. to Celtics win it 84-43 to over Raptors Uprising. Now, Raptors move to 5-6, uh, and six, and Celtics move to 7-5. and five. And you know what? You want to know how you lose a basketball game? Five points total. Five points total as a team in the first quarter. Not going to get the job done. You start off by that far down. Even if you play really well the next three quarters, it's really tough to overcome that. While their hopes are not completely gone, I will say I think this is the end for Raptors Uprising. I will not uh, be seeing them, I think, in the playoffs. That would, that would pretty much uh, shock me, to say the least, if they found a way uh, to sneak in. Just has not been their season. And I think when all is said and done, they kind of go quietly into the night. For the Celtics, though, another team again to watch. Very I mean seriously, do not miss the playoffs there's going to be so many fun games to watch, so much competition. I would say that the talent level in the two k league this season is just so deep, and so many teams have so much talent that you're just getting fantastic basketball, and the playoffs are going to be must see one hundred percent uh for the raptors uh, i I'll, I'll just taking a look at their team i I did like sick eight points, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals. But six turnovers and five fouls. Man, you know what? The more, I, the more I think about this game, the more I look at what's been happening. And actually, I'm going to take that away. We don't want to highlight anybody from the Raptors. This was ugly. This was ugly. And for the Celtics, so many things to like. And actually, I am going to give it to the team in general. How about this? Every single player hit double digits. No joke. You had multiple double-doubles. OFAB, 29 and 14 assists. You had no autographs. 11, 18 and 7 dimes. Almost a triple-double. So much to like for Celtics crossover. If you told me at the end of this season the Celtics won the championship, I would not be shocked. Very good place to put your money. Mucked up. On the roster on this week, we have Blazer 5 Gaming taking on Grizz Gaming. This game very much the polar opposite of the last two games that we saw on the list. You have Grizz Gaming taking on Blazer 5 Gaming in what was a fantastic must-watch basketball game. So much to like, and this one came down to the wire. Let's go over how we got there. Being the number one team in the league, no shock. Blazer 5 come out swinging in this one. And actually got out to score 28 points in the first quarter. You got really dominating performance from Mama I'm Dat Man, who's been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, You know, it's funny. The guy that you normally expect to get a lot from, One Wild Walnut, surprisingly enough, had a solid game. But what was really cool for Blazer 5, and this just tells you just how dominant they are, is in this game, they actually used their sixth man, Jomar. And he was able to have a very good game. And in fact, he was the leading scorer. So let that tell you just how well off, I would say, the Blazer 5 are. Part of the thing is too... I would say is that a sixth man on the Blazers is not your typical sixth man. Could Jomar step in on, let's say, say the Grizzlies, for example, and perform like this? We don't know. It's a lot easier, obviously, to put on a pretty good performance when you're surrounded by the talent that Blazer 5 has on that roster. So just something to keep in mind. But it wasn't just the first quarter. Uh, You got a, a very good game, a complete game from Blazer 5. But here's the thing. So we look at the first half and and you see a team, it was that first quarter that really decided everything because you had an even second quarter. Grizzlies uh, were solid, and Grizzlies actually um, played a, a pretty solid uh, game overall. But at halftime, they were down by nine points, which was actually what they were down after the first quarter. 15-15 is the second quarter. You jump in to the third, and the Grizzlies come out swinging. The importance of coming out of halftime with... Some sort of a, a push is always going to be important in the 2K League or in any basketball game, for that matter. And the Grizz did adjust that. Uh, looked really, really solid. You got a very good performance. And, and actually, this is something to keep in mind here. Both of these teams actually end up scoring the same amount of baskets. So they made the same amount of shots. But here's the biggest difference. Three-point shooting ended up being the big difference maker here. Now, in quarter three, uh, Grizzlies did win 17-11, to 11, and they did win quarter four, actually, by two points as well. But it wasn't enough, as they do actually end up losing this game by one point. And and to tell you how that actually ended up going down to it, uh, again, we talked about how important uh, different players on the Blazers were. Now, Grizz Gaming in the second half was phenomenal. And uh, how about this? So there was a backdoor cut, and actually the Blazer 5. So uh, let's set the scene here. Blazer 5 ran a, a... A play that you see a lot in NBA 2K League, actually, where you have one player at the top of the key. One player, uh, you know, you spread the floor, you have a backdoor cut. And for the Blazers, it worked. They scored with .3 seconds left to take the lead. That's how close it was for Grizz Gaming. And if you did not watch this game live, I promise you, you're going to want to tune in. Make sure you take a look at Twitch or YouTube. At a minimum, you're going to want to catch the last uh, few minutes of this game, or at least the fourth quarter. There's lots to like about this contest. And, uh, you know, one way to put this would be Blazer 5, uh, you know, they got out by the skin of their teeth. They are the better team, but the Grizzlies proved just what we've seen over the last number of weeks. They have been a really, really solid team. I think part of the issue you ran into in this game was the shooting percentages, which just were not great. You weren't... You know, efficiency was not ideal. You did have some pretty good defense at times, though. Really good defense, actually, for stretches for the Grizz. So, if you're a Grizz fan, lots to like here. But, unfortunately, they do lose 64-63. Now, that is your final. On the season, they moved to 6-7. and seven, And Blazer 5 jumped to 13-1. and So, it's not over yet for Grizz Gaming. But, they're running out of time. No question about it. For Blazer 5. Give the player of the game nod to the double-double machine, Mama, I'm that man. 18 points, 15 assists, a steal, and a block. Six turnovers is not great. And actually, as a team, the Grizzlies did a really good job of getting turnovers. You know, Blazers were a little sloppy, and that's one thing to watch for going forward. But ultimately, not much to worry about there for the Grizz. Authentic was the man, the myth, the legend you always expect. How about this? Nine of nine from the field, 21 points, 15 rebounds, six assists, two steals and just two turnovers. A lot to like from him, but unfortunately in a loss. Last game of night number two, we have Jazz Gaming taking on Raptors Gaming. Now, Raptors earlier in the week had had a really rough game, to say the least, hoping to right the ship here against Jazz Gaming. Uh, Both these teams come into this game with uh, very similar records, and we'll see what ends up happening. Throughout The game in this one was definitely defense, as Raptors Uprising were phenomenal on that end. Specifically, we've got to give a shout-out to uh, T.S. Josh, who really, really did a great job of stopping the Jazz at multiple points. Uh, very, very impressive there. You also talk about an important piece for the Raptors, and arguably maybe the most important piece, and that would be Sick. When Sick is playing well, this team plays well. He was phenomenal in this game, but so was the rest of the Grizzlies' team. Uh, now, looking for the Jazz coming into this one, they really had to get, this was a must-win game for them if they were going to find a way to sneak into the playoffs. And, you know, you talk about uh, teams that are starting to get into the the higher loss categories, and it makes it really tough. Now, one thing you really notice is that both these teams, I thought at times, played really good defense in this game, but ultimately the team that really found the way uh, to take to get it done was going to be, Raptors uh, at times you had bad shooting uh, from the Jazz really just not a lot to like as far as they are concerned and in the end they just did not have enough Uh, Raptors were the better team on this night they win it 53 to 40 actually it was your final score Uh, Jazz gaming losing every single quarter of the game so quarters one through four losing them all by down by one in the first they lose by six in the second Three in the third and three in the fourth, they just never had much and and you know what they actually never got to double digit scoring in the first three quarters that's that that hurts you know nine points, seven points, nine points that's That's just not enough to get the job done and unfortunately for them, they do end up falling again fifty three to forty is your final. Taking a look at how the game actually played out, we're going to give the player of the game nod in this one. For Jazz Gaming to, or sorry, to for Raptors Gaming to none other than Sick, as we talked him up earlier. Twenty-one points, six rebounds, two assists, four steals, and a block with yes, no turnovers. Nine of thirteen shooting, three of six from three. Very, very efficient for him. Over on the Jazz Gaming side of things, we're gonna give a nod to Rhea. Fifteen points, nineteen rebounds, and assist, two steals. But uh, seven of fifteen. You'd like him to be a little bit better as far as shooting is concerned. 1 of 3 from the free throw line, O of 1 from 3, just not enough to get the job done. And ultimately, they do fall. And that does it for night number 2 of Week 10. Alright, so f- the first game of night number 3 in Week 10, we start off with Magic Gaming, taking on Mavs Gaming, M&M. You know, it's funny, I feel like when we're watching a lot of these games, you start to notice little bits of trends. Uh, as as something I've seen, and now specifically I'm talking about the Mavs. You know they had such a great start to their season. I feel like watching this team down the stretch hasn't been the same. I I don't know what it is. Something just seems a little off. As far as I, at least uh, by my eye test, I really see something that's different now. It's interesting. Uh, You start off this game and you have a 20-12 to advantage for the Mavs in that first quarter. And you're thinking to yourself, man, this team has two losses on the season. This is the better team. Magic have been on fire right now, though. So you wonder, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, what's going to happen? What's that next step? What's the next uh, domino to drop? And then you have the Magic, who came into this game with the better game plan, I would say, so to speak. And one of those things you notice is... Teams go into games and they say, Here's the deal. Here's my superstar. So for the magic, their big name guy is DT. And so what they say to themselves is they come in, they say, Here's the deal. You gotta stop them. And if you can't stop them, we're gonna win this game. That's that's what it comes down to. And so you're watching this game, and all of a sudden it just seemed like they flipped a switch. And, and things changed for the Magic. And unfortunately, uh, they changed uh, negatively for the Mavs. And the Magic didn't stop there. You jump into the second half, and all of a sudden, Reezy is absolutely tearing up the court. Just incredible. On top of that, very, very solid defense. Dimes did everything he could in this game. Not a joke. Really, I mean, really was was trying his best to try to stay afloat. You talk about how great the game was to start for the Mavs. And, and, you know, later in the game, it was almost like everything just imploded. Uh, Magic, definitely the better team. And there's a good argument that they are the hottest team right now in the entire uh, NBA 2K League. Just so much to like uh, as far as they are concerned. Like we talked about their good defense. They were able to get the Mavs to 10 turnovers, which, uh, you know, that has been a, a red flag, an issue for Dimes. He is very turnover prone, just the way he ends up playing. And and I do think ultimately at times that can hurt them. Uh, let's just go over how the end of this game went. Uh, we talked about how the Mavs turned the ball over. They were, uh, you know, definitely didn't value the basketball like you'd normally see. Uh, how about this? The Magic got 43 second chance point or second half points. Uh, a large amount of that was the three ball. Uh they were very very efficient there. And how about this magic try or when the Mavs were trying to come back, obviously uh they were really struggling, let's say in that second half. You actually got a uh, a technical uh surprisingly enough uh when the Mavs were were trying to come back, uh, technical actually for uh Rucks. And so uh, I would definitely encourage anyone that didn't watch this game uh go back and take a look, watch some of this and kind of see how how things went but ultimately the Mavs do fall and the Magic on fire right now but they they do win at 73 to 58 is your final just a a fantastic game again you're down 20 to 12 in the first and then you never look back at that point you win quarters 2 through 4 and pretty convincingly as far as uh, a lot of them th- quarter 3 how about this the Mavs only scored 8 points 21 for the Magic very very impressive A lot to like from them. Player of the game, we give it to Reezy. Nice double-double, 21 points, 2 rebounds, 15 assists, a steal, just a single turnover, and 5 of 10 from 3. Let's go, Reezy. Over on the other side of the ball, for the Mavs, you know, it was a nice double-double from PP Ballin'. I'm going to give it to him, 12 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists. 3 turnovers isn't great, and we talked about Dimes. Dimes had 5 turnovers. Gotta take care of the basketball. And ultimately, the Mavs could not get it done, falling 58 to 73 to Magic Gaming. Few more games on the list for night number three. Uh starting off here with Cavs Legion GC taking on Bucks Gaming and getting into how that game turned out for both teams. I look at both these teams and kind of just say, meh. I, I just have I don't know that I've really been impressed. Uh, with what we've gotten from either of them, I'm not worried about them. There's a lot of teams that have momentum going into the playoffs. These teams seem like they're kind of stuck in mediocrity. Uh, Cavs Legion come into this game sitting at seven and six, and you have Bucks Gaming actually sitting at seven and six as well coming into this one. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. And in the end, it was a very solid game. Now for the Bucks. You had a team that looked like the better team through a lot of a lot of this game, actually. And you had really good play. Plondo was absolutely fantastic in the paint. A-Rooks doing what he does best, hitting shots, scoring baskets. Uh, a huge thing, really. Uh, and actually, um, if you look at how the game broke down, you had a Cavs team that really started off strong. And they were able to get uh, get off to a good start. Uh, In addition, uh, coming on a halftime, again, very good start for them. And and those were things that you you really wanted to see. And you won those by uh, a combined seven points. So you're looking at two of the most, in uh, in some cases, two of the most important quarters. And that can make a huge difference. Uh, But one thing that you really saw hurt them a lot was on the defensive end, there were certain players that just didn't seem to have it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was some confusion. But it just wasn't there. And then all of a sudden... You jump to the fourth quarter, and the Bucs, despite on their best game, I would say, you watch the fourth quarter, and they had the lead going into there, but in the fourth quarter, we've talked about this in other games, it seems like a switch turns, right? And in this case, for the negative, as you watch this Bucks team, and they just, it, it just was like everything imploded. Uh, think about this, they didn't take care of the basketball. On the game, how about this, 15 turnovers to just four for the Cavs. How do you plan on winning basketball games like that? But on top of it, consistency. Every single week, we preach the importance of consistency. And if you're going to find a way to win the game, you got to be there for four quarters. And in the fourth quarter, the Cavs were the better team. And there were times when actually the Bucks seemed like they had opportunities to kind of run away with it, or maybe not run away with it, but at least uh, find a way to uh, solidify it. But at every point, the Cavs were there and they found a way to uh, come back and to do what they needed to do. So lots to like there if you are a Cavs fan. And honestly, Plondo and Arooks were the only guys that really got the job done. Uh, aside from that, you just didn't get enough from other players. And in the end, it hurt them. Uh, as far as Cavs Legion is concerned, you know, some people talk about the importance of trades. And they have been a better team ever since they made the trade for All Hail Trey. Uh, the trade, uh, as if you were, very solid. He's been very, very good for the Cavs. And and that's really going to be important uh, if they're going to find a way to. You now think about this: they they jump to eight and six now. You have Bucks drop to seven seven, but eight and six you're right in the thick of things. And even though I I'm not going to sit here and say I've been super impressed, I do think there's there's bits and pieces when you watch the Cavs play that maybe you like. Ultimately, I think. Uh, one thing you got from this game, though, was more of a Bucks loss than you got a Cavs win. But it doesn't matter. They found a way to win the game. Final score, 64-61. to Cavs Legion takes it. Again, fourth quarter, they outscore the, the Bucks 17-8. to Generally, when you don't score in double digits in all the quarters, uh, it seems like you lose a game, unless you're in some sort of a defensive matchup, which they were not. Both teams were able to score. For the Cavs, player of the game, Giving it to all hail Trey. We just talked up how good he has been. 20 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block, 0 turnovers. And very efficient 10 of 17 from, from the field, by the way. Nothing to balk at there. As far as the Bucks are concerned, Plondo, fantastic. 32 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, but not enough to get the job done. Again, they fall to Cavs Legion. Close one, but 64 to 61, Cavs go down, or Cavs win to the Bucks. Next up on the, on the list, we have Mavs Gaming versus Blazer 5 Gaming. And ultimately, I went into this game saying to myself, "This is if we had this game earlier in the season, I might be pretty excited about it. But I think the Blazers are playing fantastic basketball. And like we talked about earlier, the Mavs just don't seem to have it anymore. I, I just felt like this was Blazer 5's game to lose. Going into it, now we'll break down uh, how exactly it ended up going for both teams. Not as much to say about this game as you would hope. But I do still stress, given that these are two of the best teams in the league right now, that you go ahead and watch this game. There's a lot to like uh, and things you can really di- diagram. A few things I'll, I'll mention, though. As far as this game was concerned, you know, pee Ballen Ballin just could not stop One Wild Walnut. One Wild Walnut was so good as far as his game was concerned. So much to like from him. You obviously... Uh, PP Ballin, by the way, uh, probably a good chance he wins Rookie of the Year. One of our favorite players. We actually interviewed him earlier in the season. A lot to like about his game, but he just there was he was no answer. He just could not stop one wild walnut. If you add in to that, Mama I'm Dat Man, who's been fantastic, and you know, much like PP Ballin might win Rookie of the Year, there's a good shot that you have Mama I'm Dat Man winning MVP after end of the season. Wouldn't shock me. You have Lavish, who's been phenomenal on defense, and this game was no different. He had. An absolute great game on that end. I mean, he got 13 points, but seven steals. Woo! Seven steals. That is exactly what you want to see. And, of course, when you have good defense, what is going to hurt you as far as the Mavs? And that's dimes sometimes. Uh, We talk about how important it is to get, uh, you know, to take care of the basketball. And, unfortunately, that is always going to be an issue, especially when you're playing a very good defensive team. Dimes, eight turnovers in this game. I mean, seriously, you're not going to win the game if you do that. Now, we start off the game, and it was a good back and forth. Tie game after one, two-point game for Blazers up after two, but then you jump to the second half, and it's not even a contest. Blazers 5 dominate the third, they dominate the fourth. Now, I guess we can give Mavs credit. Uh, they were consistent, 15 points in the first, 14 in the second and the third, and 15 in the fourth. So... I guess if you're gonna, you know, try to take something from this game that you can kind of hang your hat on, if you're the Mavs or if you're a Mavs fan, is that they were consistent. I guess, but unfortunately, it just it wasn't enough to get the job done. We talk about how good wild, one wild walnut was on offense, but he's able to stop PP Ballin as well. In fact, PP Ballin was basically nerfed in this game. Just not much, uh, unfortunately, to like as far as the Mavs are concerned for the Blazer Five. I look at the game as a whole, and you know what? I'm going to give it to the team. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to give it to the team. This team wins uh team of the game uh, is definitely where we'll go. Instead of just a single player, as far as the Mavs are concerned, honestly, just not much to like. I, I, I can't give the nod to anybody. Uh, there wasn't enough. You know what? X, that's not true. I, I will give it to Rux. Uh 17 points. He was pretty solid. Uh, just a guy we want to point out. 17 points, 6 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Uh, three turnovers, but very efficient. Seven of thirteen from the field, including three of six from deep. But again, that eight turnovers for dimes, that is going to loom large. Final score is 5873. Blazer5 5 beat Mavs Gaming, and they have a stranglehold on the top of the NBA 2K League standings. Next up, we have a very good matchup. Would end up being Jazz Gaming taking on the Bucks Gaming. One of those games that uh, you know, teams that are right around that same area, both sitting right around the 500 mark, but ultimately, I, I don't know that either of these teams are going to be there when it's all said and done, but a good matchup nonetheless, and definitely one of the games that you wanted to watch. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. We are the NBA 2K League show, and we are recapping week number 10. We have a couple games left in the week 10 matchups for night number three. Now, Bucks earlier in the night had that tough loss against the Cavs. It really felt like this was a team that was re- going to refuse to win or to lose another game. And it was it, this is going to be important. They come into this game at 500. They're looking to get just a hair over that. If they win this game, they move to eight and seven. If they lose it, you're talking seven and eight. I mean, that's a big, big swing for the Jazz. Jazz actually have a chance to win this game and move to 500 at seven and seven. But it just didn't seem to be from the get-go. Bucks came out swinging, definitely looking to right the ship from their earlier loss. First quarter, they were up 18-9. to Plondo was fantastic and showing exactly why he's one of the best in the game to do it. And how about this? Earlier in the night, you're talking about that 30-point game. Guess what? Plondo did it again, came out dominating, was able to get uh, over 30 points, uh, got a, a number of rebounds, looked very solid. The one th- surprising thing, if you're going to win a game, if you're the Bucks, the two things that you look for are Plondo playing well and a And a actually just, uh, you know, it wasn't his game. And so, very, very impressive that they were still able to win. A big part of that was Chatty Nick, who was able to step up and uh, hit some nice shots. You know, jump to the second half, take a look there, and you talk about the Bucks. And the reason why this game, in the end, ended up being a lot closer than it probably should have been was very sloppy defense, and the Jazz looked like the better team in that third quarter. You come at of halftime, and you're very, very much looking to find a way to get back in this game. The Jazz did just that. Now, for the Jazz, unfortunately, it just was not enough. They, they found a way to get close. They came back into this one. Uh, let's just kind of break it down real quickly. You, know, you, you go into halftime. So we talked about 18 to 9. They also Jazz or lose the second quarter by another two points. So all of a sudden you're down 11 points, but they get back and all of a sudden when the qu- third quarter ends, it is a two-point basketball game. Two points, that's all we're talking about. But unfortunately, when you're down by as much as they were, sometimes it's a little tough to come back. And in the fourth quarter, it was basically even, and final Bucks take it 57 to 54. For the Bucks, they move, of course, as we talked about, 8 and 7. Very solid win for them. They'll take it. Plondo, your player of the game, 30 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, just 2 turnovers, a very efficient 14 of 24 and 2 of 4 from 3. Over on the Jazz side of things, Rhea with a solid game, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 3 steals, 2 blocks, just 2 turnovers, no misses from the field or from the free throw line, and that gets a standing ovation from me for sure. We have one last game on the list for this week and it is Celtics crossover taking on Cavs Legion. Interesting matchup. Cavs Legion had a nice win earlier in the night. Celtics looking like a very good team as of late. Can they bring that momentum and find a way to beat Cavs Legion or will Cavs Legion find a way to beat them and move ahead of them in the standings? Uh, both these teams are right around 500, 7 and 6 coming into this game for Celtics crossover and 7 and or an 8 and 6 for Cavs Legion. In addition, if the Celtics can find a way to win this game, no joke, seven straight victories. That's what we're talking about, and we're talking about momentum. And they honestly are one of the best teams right now. We talk about teams that are on fire: the Magic, the Blazers, and right up there, we have the Celtics. Now, there's certain players that you expect or that you're hoping to to give you good games if you're going to find ways to win. But surprisingly, some of the bigger names just uh, weren't there for the Celtics. Uh, Ofam just didn't seem to have it tonight, but I'm not going to say that he played poorly. You had very good defense from the Cavaliers, made a big difference, but you have other guys that were able to step up in this game and find a way to uh, at least be contributors. Uh, Jumping off the page, of course, would be Mel East, uh, was able to uh, lead the way with uh, a nice 17 points and a a few rebounds, got some nice statistics in this game, and a big reason uh, why they were so competitive in this game. Now, you look over at the other side of things, Cavs. They had that nice win against the Bucks, but an interesting game here. It was close in the last game, and it doesn't get any closer than this one as this game did end up going into overtime. And unfortunately, when overtime hit, it just wasn't meant to be as it was all Celtics in that overtime. We talked about the importance of trades earlier and how good Trey has been. This game was no different. All hail Trey was very solid, 25 points, 6 boards. So very very solid shooting and very very solid performance from him. But ultimately, when it came down to it, the Cavs as a team just offensively did not have enough to find a way to win this one. And ultimately, they fall, especially in overtime. Sixty-one to fifty was a big thing that they. Uh, it just wasn't meant to be for the Cavs. Uh, Cavs drop to eight and seven. Celtics move to eight and six on the season. Taking a look at how the teams did as a whole, statistics-wise, for the Celtics, we give the player of the game nod to no autographs. Six points only, but 16 boards, seven assists, three steals, just two turnovers. Very, very impressive game from him. As far as Cavs were concerned, all hill Trey was the guy that we wanted to highlight. 25 points, six rebounds, two steals, four fouls, but no turnovers. Congrats to him. Very solid, but unfortunately, it was not meant to be. And that does it for all of this week 10, all of the week 10 matchups. Uh, Stay tuned next week. We have a lot in store for week 11. There's going to be some really good games. You will not want to miss it. And make sure if you do miss any of the games, tune in again on Twitch, on YouTube. And if you miss any part of our show here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, you can find us on Podient, Stitcher, Spotify iTunes, and anywhere else uh, great radio shows, podcasts are found. And until next week, keep it 2000. Seven in the playoffs, the NBA Finals. Six minutes away from your team's first title. It's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, yeah. yeah. every yeah. fundamental vital. Each yeah. game is survival. Never Trump, be right music right through your sound like the Miami Heat South Beach, they be showing us to the rim. national the association Takes it up National Basketball Association. I love this game. Time. 48 Let's try tonight. The well, it's it.